Hello, and welcome to Luke's podcast. I'm Luke. And I'm Luke. Did I even register? I don't, I, don't, I don't see you registering. Can you say something a little bit louder, maybe? Uh, hello. Oh. Um, we are, uh, recording this from a stinky second bedroom where my cat pooped on the floor. Yes. And, uh, I don't know if I can't smell the poop anymore, or I'm used to the candle that we lit, but, uh, I stepped on that poop, and I'm gonna kick my cat. With socked foot. Yes, those socks are now ruined. I'm sorry, Mom. You got me those socks as a joke. Um, and, well, whoops. Do you have a washing machine? No, 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 no. Uh, here we exclusively... Uh, wash our clothes when we're in the shower as we wear them in the shower. Shower socks? Shower socks. Is that a thing? Shower socks? Yeah. That's like... Have you seen those gloves that you can put moisturizer in? Uh Uh-huh. I feel like it's like that. I have a sock that I put my uh, soap in. A soap sock? Soap sock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I wash myself with the soap and the sock. Really? In the soap sock. Hmm. The soap and the sock soap sock. Because I've seen... You've seen soap socks? Who is it? You know those stupid uh, Dr. Squatch commercials or whatever? Stupid what? Well, you know the soap? Mm-mm. Like that natural men's soap with the guy Mm-mm. with the hair. Mm-mm. They try to be funny. It's like Mm-mm. a purple mattress commercial. Mm-mm. But for men's soap. Never seen this. I think it's called Dr. Squatches. I don't know. Dr. Squatch? Yeah, like maybe. His first name is Sass, and his last name is Squatch? Yeah. Like, hello, I'm Sass Squatch? Yeah, doctor. Do- uh, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm Dr. Well, Sass it's, Squatch? It's his name's Sasha, and he goes by Sass. Dr. Squatch Super Bowl commercial? He's been around for a while. He did have a Super Bowl commercial, but he's been around for a while. I didn't see that commercial. It's They're annoying. Did you see the Reddit thing? That popped up yesterday? No. It was on screen for five seconds. No. Yeah. They had a five-second ad. Wow. And they had just like a screenshot. That was it. Did you feel uncomfortable when Robin Hood, the commercial, came on? (laughs) A little bit. I did too. I didn't like it. It felt like... It felt like PR control. Yeah. It felt like, hey, hey, guys, 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 guys. We're cool. We're cool. Like, do you think, did they already have that planned? Did they have that bot, you think? They had to have. You probably have to buy a Super Bowl ad much in advance. When did this GameStop stuff start? Was that like four weeks ago? Like three weeks ago? Something like that? Mm -hmm. (sighs) Mm-hmm. I feel like you would have to buy an ad more than three weeks in advance, wouldn't you? Budweiser pulled out, didn't they? There was one Anheuser-Busch. That pulled out. No, there was one ad. Oh, yeah. But Bush doesn't own Budweiser, do they? Yeah, because that was like the, I'm pretty sure after that thing that was because they showed all the brands that they own, and I think Budweiser was the first mm. one. But they didn't have any like actual like Budweiser ads. Mm-mm, no Clydesdales or nothing. Yeah, and then because those all pulled out, so that you would think that there'd be more slots. Yeah. So that would be like that's why Robin Hood's in there. There were some commercials that I saw on there. Like, I can look up the list of the commercials that, like, those brands I would have never heard of if they weren't on the Super Bowl or, like, thought of if they were on the Super Bowl. There was the one about, what's it called, WeatherTech or something? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. There we go. List of 2021 Super Bowl commercials. Also, why is Wayne's World doing a Uber Eats commercial? Mm-hmm. How much did they pay With Dana Cardi B. I forgot that she's in that. I always think of the like the like the preview to the commercial that they used to run, and I forgot Cardi B's in it. Somebody that I was somebody some of the podcasts that I was listening to was like Cardi B's going to be in a Super Bowl commercial. What will it be? And somebody went, uh, "It'll be Pepsi," and she'll make a parody of Pepsi. Cut this out. Mm. Cut it back in. But yeah, like that's disgusting. Also, wait, there's the Tide commercial. I was gonna say, what was the? How much money did State Farm spend on the commercial with Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, and Drake? 
I think I think Patrick Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers are already under contract. With it's them. fair. So but like they uh, they paid the same amount. Well, let's say, but I think you have to let's say you factor that in. Yeah. Their contracts with whatever they paid Drake. Yes. How much money plus the the amount for the ad itself? What is that? Like sixty million bucks just to take out that ad or something? It's a lot, isn't it? It's a ton. I don't know if they released this year's amount. Okay. But like, it's a ton. It might have been less this year just because there were people not doing it as much. So maybe they used their savings on Drake. Did you see the um, the Mountain Dew commercial with John Cena? Mm-mm. You didn't see that one? I saw it come on. I didn't watch it. Oh, apparently if you count all of the melons within the commercial, you can win a million dollars. Is there a bunch of melons? There's a bunch of melons in the commercial. Mm. Interesting. It's for that new major melon Mountain Dew they have that uh, smells uh, potently like a melon, but tastes like Mountain Dew. Have we talked about, I don't like John Cena with hair. I don't mind John Cena with hair. Mm, I think I prefer John Cena with hair. It makes me uncomfortable. Why does it make you uncomfortable? I don't know. Why am I sitting, why am I have my hands like this? Seems like a perfectly normal way to have your hands. Okay. They're supporting one another. Also, Vroom.com. Mm-hmm. Vroom.com is like Carvana. Yeah. Stop stepping on Carvana's game, Vroom. No, there's always a competitor with every service. But is it better? What's Fiverr? Oh, actually, I know what Fiverr is. Yeah. Fiverr's that weird freelance market. I think uh I think there is either a section for musicians or a mm-hmm. separate thing for musicians. Yeah, you like pay somebody a couple bucks and yeah. they'll like make you some music. I kinda wanna do that. Put yourself on Fiverr. Yeah, I'm just going to say, give me a dollar and I'll make you a bass track. And then I'll get a dollar. <laughs> give me a dollar and I'll give you a 30-second sting. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally, it'll be in the style of sting. So I'll get someone else to play it. Blueberry cello. Campfire in the sun, your eyes. Trying to sound like from Caribbean. Oh, yeah, he I'm does. I'm Welsh. He does. Sound like I don't know, why does he do that? Oh. He's from Wales, man. He's a weird person. Embrace your Welshness. Why is WeatherTech patriotic? Have you heard of his son before? Have you heard of Son's Band? What is his son's name? Is his son's name like. It's the same name. Gordon. Sting? Gordon, what, whatever his last Gordon name is. Gordon Lightfoot? Gordon no. Ramsay. No. Gordon Ramsay is stink. It's not Gordon Ramsay or Lightfoot. They look very similar. Though. Gordon something. Gordon. Gordon right. Gordonson. Gordonson. Yep. Hello. His son's name is Gordon Sunson. Oh. He sounds a lot like his dad. I think he's better, though, because he doesn't do that Caribbean thing. What is his name? I need to know Sting's name. Gordon. Gordon. Why should be Gordon Lightfoot? Commissioner Gordon. Not Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot's a different person. Gordon Matthew Thomas Sumner. Gordon Sumner. But his middle name is Matthew Thomas. You got a couple of disciples. Gordon, Matthew, and Thomas. Gordon was the 13th disciple. Oh. (laughs) Guess I missed that one. (laughs) He he, uh, was let go by Peter for creative differences. Creative. Differences. That's my favorite reason why anybody's let go is creative differences, which could encompass so many things. We literally created differences. Yeah, like it could mean that. It could mean uh, we hate you, but we can't say that. So we came up with a creative way. Or like irreconcilable differences. Yes. It, yeah, please don't break my chair. Well, again. yeah, I thought about that. Uh, <laughs> like irreconcilable differences, like that could literally mean anything. That could be like you putting on your divorce papers stuff. Yeah, because I mean, any difference can be reconciled. Yeah, any difference can be irreconciled. It just takes effort. Yeah. It takes two to tango. It just takes a little bit of love. A little bit of something. A little bit of love and spoonful, if you will. What? Magic. In a young girl's heart. What did you think about that Matthew McConaughey commercial? I actually didn't see that one, Doritos. but I've heard about it. I didn't need to watch it. I want to just watch all the Super Bowl commercials again. 
I, yeah. I like Super Bowl commercials. My only problem with them is they used to be like one off, you know? Mm-hmm. Now they're like, now we see them until April. Yeah. It's not as fun anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's just like, here's a new ad campaign. <sighs> you know what my favorite Super Bowl commercial is? I don't know. You know that Dodge commercial, the one that's, uh, so God made a farmer? I think so. You know what I'm talking about? Not, it's just like I've, black and white photos. I know, like, I've seen it. Like, it's the farm people, and then there's the poem being well, read. They're of called farmers, Luke. Farmer people. <laughs> Excuse you. Farmer people. And uh, they're from Pharma. Uh, big they're, Pharma? They're Farmese. Not Big Pharma. Hmm. Uh, South Pharma. And, South. uh, <laughs> but like, Big South Pharma? They're reading that poem, So God Made a Farmer. Mm-hmm. And, like, it was, ne- like, it, I don't remember it ever, like, being on TV for a long time after that. I just remember that commercial. It's like a minute and a half, maybe two minutes. Done. Never came back. And, like, it made a huge impact. It's good. It's a good commercial. Is that Wendell Berry? Is that his poem? Is it his poem? Probably not. Who's Wendell Berry? Sounds you know, like a jazz musician. You know Wendell Berry. Wendell Berry. Yeah, he's a he's a poet. He's from the great state of Kentucky, and he's he writes about agriculture quite a bit. Pretty famous. Pretty popular among poets. It's a speech. So God Made a Farmer is a speech given by radio broadcaster Paul Harvey. Good day. At the 1978 Future Farmers of America convention. That's interesting. Oh, and here he is getting a Presidential Medal of Freedom. Paul Harvey? Why do you get a Presidential Medal of Freedom? You know, there's some people where I'm like, like, what is first of all? What's a presidential medal of freedom? Like, what? What do you? Why do you? How do you get that? Second of all, yeah. What? Like, what? Who? What does it mean to get one? What do I got to do to become knighted? This is our knighting. But what do I have to do to become knighted? Be British um, or Canadian. What grounds? You could be OBE. I think it's OBE, Order of the British Empire. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Which I think you still get to be a sir. Step one, move to Canada? Yes. All right. I don't know. <sighs> there are worse places to live. Hold on, let me see. Look at, let me look up OBE. Oh, gosh, there's a huge recipient for Presidential Medals of Freedom. It's like it's been a thing. Huge recipient? A huge thing of it. Oh. OBE, places now, education now, other uses. Officer. Of the Order of the British Empire. Hmm. Do you get to go by Sir? That's the more important part. That's honestly, that's the only reason I'm in. Ooh, there's different, there's five classes. There's MBE, member of the most excellent order of the British Empire. These are all most excellent, so I don't know why I emphasize that. That sounds, uh, officer. Made up. Commander. Knight commander or dame commander. Ooh. And Knight Grand Cross or Dame Grand Cross. So do wow. you get to be... Yes, you do. Get to be sir. Yeah, no, you get to be sir. No matter what. Right. So... So what's the point? I don't know. Why do I want, I want to be the Notre Dame grandpa or whatever you just said? I think it's like... I think it's in the same way the Presidential Middle of Freedom is. It's just like, you did a good thing. Here's a recognition for it. But at least in uh, the British Empire and its former constituents, holdings, its former holdings, mm-hmm. um, you get to be called Sir or uh, Dame. Because like, there's Dame Judy Dench and Sir Thomas Berners-Lee. Like that type of stuff. So why do they just make... Like Paul McCartney and Elton John, why are those dudes knights? They contributed. Famous? No, they contributed something to the culture. Because, like, I think Their they music? they changed rock music, and they changed music f- like for the rest of the 20th century. You know, I don't know if Elton John did, <laughs> but then there's people like Paul McCartney just copied Brian Wilson. So. Like Ian McCartney, you can just. This isn't a Beach Boys episode. <laughs> 
but it should be. Every 12th episode is a Beach Boys episode. <laughs> it starts off with a disclaimer. I'm sorry about this. <laughs> this episode is exclusively about the Beach Boys. Well, I should mention, uh, this past Friday was the 23rd anniversary of the death of Carl Wilson. So It's worth mentioning <laughs> that as he was a, a historic member of rock and roll. Was that Friday? I think so. Or was that Saturday? I don't remember when I texted you. Uh, hold on. No, I texted you about it. Of course. I knew you texted me too. Of course I did. No, that was Saturday. That was Saturday at around, like, so on Saturday. I need to tell you this. So Saturday was Dalton's birthday. And for his birthday, he didn't plan anything that he wanted to do until the night before. And, um, he, like, literally, like, I called him and I was like, what do you want to do? So, like, he decided what he wanted to do was he wanted to go to Top Golf in Cincinnati and then go eat pizza at, like, a Chicago deep dish pizza place in Florence. Fun. Whatever. Yeah, Easy good. day. You get there, you sign in, whatever. Mm-hmm. You, you might have to wait around. You could even go eat the pizza while you're waiting around and come back. If you want to be productive. Yes. Get, not kill two birds with one gun. But anyways, so we were like, um, driving up there, and it's about like, like one thirty, one forty-five, and we're driving there so we can go eat first. Um, and uh, we're about like right outside Carrollton, and Hope's car isn't revving anymore, and it mm. won't go up hills. Mm. So uh, we have to park it at a Flying J, and because we haven't eaten yet. For Dalton's birthday, we ate at Denny's. <laughs> and <laughs> we ate at freaking Denny's, which also, I'll tell you this, you eaten at Denny's recently? When was the last time you ate at Denny's? Never. You've never eaten at Denny's? Not that I know of. Ever. I don't think so. Listen, Denny's really isn't that bad. Yeah? It's really not that bad. I specifically remember you trashing Denny's. No, 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 to bits on this podcast. I take it back. Okay. I take it back. All right. I take it back. Denny's is not that bad. It's okay. You know what? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not okay. It's acceptable. Imagine reading that on like some sign. It's a review. And you're like some famous food reviewer. Yeah. Like Luke Romine says, Denny's, it's not that bad. It's actually. Acceptable. <laughs> I wouldn't. I like. It's food that people eat twenty four hours a day, so I assume it's of consistent quality throughout the day. Like Waffle House. Waffle House is twenty four hours. You make it beyond. I'm really tired, man. I didn't go to bed till like eleven thirty last night. Really? Yeah. I think it's about the same time I went to bed. I was gonna say I thought you were gonna make fun of me that that's like late. It's no. No, I hope I'd open in the morning. Late for me. That's like around the time I go to bed. I go to bed. I used to go to bed late. Now I don't. Growing up. I can tell you that being an adult means having a bedtime that you're in charge of. Joining the big machine. The big machine? Yeah. You mean America? Well, it's more of a part in the big machine. Yeah. But, so we're at Denny's, and uh, I had to call AAA. Guy gets there. Turns out, like, her battery is, like, ter- Like, it's leaking battery acid and stuff. Not working whatsoever. Mm-hmm. We've only had it for three years. The battery? Yeah, we've only had the battery for three years. And, like, it should work better than that. Mm. And she's been taking it up to Meineke. And Meineke has been, like, just giving her a bunch of stupid stuff. Like, oh, uh, excuse me. Like, uh, we think that the battery's fine. It's just you need to get this $700 piece replaced. Well, at least they said excuse me. No, he went, hey, lady! Yeah, you! You on the phone. (laughs) You on the phone with your grandmother. I thought we were on the phone. All, um... All mechanics are from northern New Jersey. Never met a mechanic that's not from northern New Jersey. Really? Or Texas. 
Those are very different places. Yes, they're all from. They're, it's like barbecue styles. There's mechanic styles. <laughs> There's a guy who's like, "Yeah, uh, it's actually your radiator. It's not working properly." And then there's whale now. <laughs> Just like that. Like Rocky and Gomer Pyle. Now, uh, we're gonna, it's going to take about three hours, so there's a Whataburger across the road. You want to go over there? Like that. Mm-hmm. I don't even think that sounds like a person from Texas. Don't waste your time at Whataburger. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you come to my house and say that? <laughs> this is my rented house, my rented rules. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, we're at Denny's. We had to get the now. Now we've eaten there. We got to go to Walmart to get the battery placed. That's fun. So we just hang out at Walmart for like an hour and fifteen minutes. Get the battery placed. So we got there, and the woman was like, "So uh, I'm just gonna tell you, because we have to do this." She's like, "We have one and a half mechanics today." I'm like what? What do you mean one and a half mechanics? And she said, "So we have one guy." And he's amazing. Like he's really good. And then we have another guy. And uh he he's employed here. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, say no more, give us the good guy. And I hope that's the guy who did our car. But whatever. Um, so we go around like Walmart, we hang out there for an hour and a half hour and fifteen minutes, hour and a half. And like by this point, it's like five almost. And we're like in Florence, Kentucky. We're like thirty minutes from Top Golf. Mm-hmm. We've already eaten. We're done. Like the car's fine. It's whatever. Yeah. We might as well just go to Top Golf to see if we could like get a spot at like nine or like ten. You know, mm-hmm. like that'd be perfectly fine. So we get to Top Golf. <laughs> The wait is almost six hours, Mm. and it's like six o'clock, and they close at 11. Okay, so let's do some quick math here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If it's six o'clock, and they close at 11, and it's a six-hour wait, that means that you could have played top golf. Uh, Sunday morning. Yes. Okay. At ten o'clock, whenever it when opened they, when back they open. up. Yes. So we camped out uh, on the course. That's nice of them. Yeah. Uh, I have bruises to show. <laughs> Very cold. Cold night for camping. Dude, it's been freaking cold. Dipping recently. the teens. It's supposed to like snow again on like Tuesday night. It's supposed to snow tonight. It's supposed to snow tonight? Well, our tonight, not the listeners tonight. Yeah, it's supposed to snow Monday. Well, it's also supposed to snow. It's supposed to snow. I don't like the word supposed. Yeah. Supposed to. Supposed. Supposed. Oh, do you know the tongue twister, like the Moses? Moses supposes his toes are roses. Moses supposes toes are roses for Moses supposedly erroneously. For Moses supposedly toes are roses for Moses supposedly toes to be. Yeah. I like. I, as a kid, I heard I like read that, and I was like, "That's easy." And then I like memorized it, mm-hmm. and then I would just say it all the time. Yeah, because I thought it was cool that I could do a tongue twister, but I can't say "toy boat" really fast. That's another one I can't. Can you do that? Toy boat. Say "toy boat" really fast. Toy boat. Say "toy boat." Say. Would you say saying? "toy boat" five times fast? Toy boat five times fast. <laughs> <laughs> Can you can you do it five times fast? Uh, can I do what? Say say toy boat five times fast. I don't think I can. Do it. Toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. That was like this fast. Toy boat. Toy boat. You had you had toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat, toy boat. You know what? Irish wristwatch. Irish what now? Irish wristwatch. Wristwatch. Irish wristwatch. Yeah, that one's also really Irish. What was the thing? Jewish. Remember the thing I said that was really hard to say. Yeah, I can't remember. Jewish something. I don't know. S- specialty. Jewish specialty. specialty. Jewish specialty. Jewish specialty. If you like so like if you're listening to somebody say that, you have to make sure that they're saying the sp, not special. Yeah. Jewish specialty. Because then it sounds like you're making fun of them. It's a Jewish specialty. Specialty. Hey. Eh? Um Mazeltov. 
Anyways, um, <laughs> no, I don't even know how we got the tongue twisters. <laughs> Supposed. Well, can I interject one more thing real quick? Yeah. I may have told you this, but I saw this video of this guy who talked about singing songs one syllable off. Yeah. And so I like tried to do it once, and ever <laughs> since watching that, I do that all the time in my head, and I yeah. don't want to. It just happens. You just ruined music. Yes, music's never gonna be the same. Like, like, um, I'm trying to think of a song you sing. Like, he gives the example because he said he did this as a kid of whatever that song is from Sound of Music. So, like, it's doa dear a female dear ray a drop of golden sun mia name I call myself so long away too. Like, you just do that, but with a bunch of different songs. I can't do that in my head. It's like fun, but then it becomes a nuisance. Not fun. Yes. It's a curse that you placed upon yourself. Yes. It's like when I learned how to play banjo, um, it has five strings Mm -hmm. and I have five fingers, Mm -hmm. which is good. But, you know, banjo, it's all about you learn different roles, Mm -hmm. different uh, uh, essentially patterns. And so I would practice those patterns so much that when I'd go to bed, I would be like practicing them on my fingers because I had five fingers and I could. And at some point, I was, I was just like hearing banjo music in my head constantly. I'm like, please stop. <laughs> the, ban- the banjo became a curse. Seriously, yes. It absolutely did. <laughs> it's the burden of being a musician. Just imagine that like witches are cursing people. One's like, I turned him into a toad. I made all his hair fall out. I made that guy hurt banjos when he slept. It's this it's this witch named Cletus. You're gonna go six months while only hearing Foggy Mountain breakdown in your head. <laughs> Woo! Who's that? This cooler's on wheels. It's cursed. It's a cursed cooler. Keeps everything warm. <laughs> I mean if you need to keep stuff warm, that's a good thing. It's good for Thanksgiving. Have you ever like you know, um I'm stop sitting on it. So Top Golf. Yeah, so Top Golf. <laughs> Anyways, is that what this episode's about? <gasps> it's just like we're eventually going to get to the end of this story and then the episode's going to be It's like a Mike Birbiglia special. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but have I've you seen, ever seen Mike Birbiglia? I've seen a little bit, yeah. He just tells a really long story for his entire like one and a half hour comedy special. Yeah. But like he tells other stories in between that story. It's like little rabbit trails. Yeah, but like they're not like little rabbit trails. Where it'll be like, like for like five minutes. They're like twenty minute stories, and so the story that he's trying to tell really only takes maybe like fifteen minutes, but he stretches it out by telling these super long stories in between. You, like, is that a? You think he's trying to do that? Yeah, that's his yeah, whole thing. His he thing. writes his entire show like that because he has a movie called um, "Don't Think Twice" that he written, wrote, and directed about an improv group, okay. and like one of them gets really famous. Is going to get really famous? And like it basically like the one that one gets chosen for SNL in that universe, but Got you. <sighs> I forgot to breathe there. Um, but like the way that it's all written, everything seems like super intentional in that movie, and so like that's the way he, like his comedy is written in the first place. You okay? Then? That was a weird burp. <laughs> it felt like it came from the intestines. I feel like it didn't want to come out. Like it was meant to be a fart. But it was like, no, I'm destined for something greater. I will rise to the occasion. You know, we're here yeah. on the show personifying farts. <laughs> Anyways. Persona- that sounds like a podcast. Personifying farts. P-H-A-R-T. What is a fart? It's whatever you want it to be. But anyways, we're at Topgolf. You been to that Top Golf? I've never been to Top Golf. Well, I've been to the one in Nashville, but I didn't. Nashville. 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 I didn't. Uh, I didn't. Hey, my name's uh, my name's uh, Brit. I'm Brit. I'm from uh, Flight of Concord. And I'm Jermaine. And uh, we went to Nashville to uh, go play Top Golf. So I'll come back to Nashville Top Golf. But let me say this real quick. So I guess in like 2012, Flight of the Concords did a uh, thing to support. A children's hospital or something in New Zealand? Yeah. And, um, 
You just watching me? I was just gonna see how long it was gonna be silent. Anyway, so <laughs> I'm listening. They to like you. make a special song, you know, like Catch Your Dreams, like Parks and Rec thing. Yeah. And so they get like a lot of New Zealand uh, famous musicians. So it's like Keith Urban and a bunch of people you don't and know. And Lord. I, actually, Keith Urban wasn't even there. But what's weird is he he sent like ten bucks. Give it to the kids. I don't even know if. New Zealand accepts Keith Urban as one of their own. Is he was he Australian? He was only, yeah, he was only there for a little bit. He's like married to Nicole Kidman. Yeah. And that's it. Anyway, so. That's it. Well, that's not it. That's I mean, all he that, does. That's all he's married to. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the only person. So there's a, a woman from Hillsong yes. who sings, and she had a. It's like so, Tasha or something like that? No, I'm thinking of Brooke, formerly Fraser, I think. Yes. So she had a solo career in between her stints with Hillsong. Yeah. And this was made during her solo career. And so she's in it, mm-hmm. which is just really weird to see a person from Hillsong in a Flight of the Concord special. Right. It was weird. That is weird. But cool. Good for her. I mean, she's a New Zealand person. Yeah. And, uh, you know. She, and it's for the kids. She was probably, I think she was like pretty successful in New Zealand for a solo. Because, you know, there's like three people there. So. If you and most and they're <laughs> the Brit McKenzie and right. Jermaine. Two of them were making the video. And then Keith Urban wasn't even there. There's also some good uh some good jokes about because they're like interviewing kids about what to include in the song. Yeah. And uh one of them is because you know Brett did the music for the Muppet movie back in the day. He did. And so uh Back the, in the day, you mean two thousand eleven? Yeah, this was twenty twelve. That's like that's ten years ago. I, oh. Think about that. Oh, oh that's again. I remember going to see that movie. That was ten years ago. The kids in that are probably in uh, graduating high school now. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, There's no kids in that movie. Uh, in the Fly of the Concords thing. Oh, I think even in the Muppet movie. So, the, one of them was like, "How are we gonna get?" They asked the kid, "How are we gonna get money?" Mm-hmm. And they like say like the plot of the Muppet movie or something. And Brett's like, "Is that is that from the Muppets?" He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "You really like that movie, right?" So yeah, it's like, and Jermaine's like, "What do you think about the music?" Is like not really that good, right? And he's like, "No, it's really good." It's like, "No, but it's like not great, right?" It's pretty funny. Uh, you should just go watch it. I don't know why I'm talking about it. What is it on YouTube? Yeah. What's it called? Um, feel inside and stuff like that. I also want you to know that um, Keith Urban was born in Wangaree, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But then his parents immediately moved to Cobbleture, Queensland, Australia. Mm. Yeah. So he's not from he's not from New Zealand. It's like how Nicole Kidman is Australian, but she was born in Hawaii. Mm. Yeah. So like she's not really from Hawaii. So I went to Top Golf in Nashville, and Nashville. there was like a three hour wait, so I didn't go. So that was the closest I've been to Top Golf. Three hour wait isn't that bad for like Top Golf at night? Was it at night? Mm-mm, one in the afternoon. Oh, that's bad. Was yeah. it on a Saturday? No, but it was in between Christmas and New Year's. That's why. The holiday week. Yeah. But we didn't do that. Um, it was also freezing that week. Yeah, that'd be a bad thing to do. Because like like, if they degrees. put you on the top of it, that'd be terrible. No. You'd have the wind hitting you. Because I know where that top golf is in can, Nashville. Can you fall off? No, they have like nets. Then how do you, how do you hit the ball? I mean, like you can fall off of the platform. That's what I'm asking. But there's a net that's going to catch you. Is she pretty strong? Yeah, it's a net bending, actually. Is this the same net we talked about a few weeks ago? What did we talk about her for? She makes, like, bug nets. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. Are, which are apparently a thing. Different lady. Okay. <laughs> Entirely different. They get mixed up all the time. <laughs> no, I'm bug net Annette. She's top golf. I'm bug net, and that's, uh, that's uh, top golf in it. Catch a net. Or safety net. Safety net. Safety net. Much more successful. Um, but so, like, we're leaving Top Golf because we can't go. And I feel bad. And yeah. so we're just trying to find something else we can do. So we're like, there's a main event next door to this Top Golf. And they have bowling. So we're like, oh, I've seen. Okay, I've seen where this yeah. is. Okay. Yeah, you know where I'm talking about. Yes, I'm, I'm There's tracking. like a Duluth, and then there's like no. oh, restaurants and an AMC. Yes. Yeah, it's over there. Okay. Also, that AMC was showing all three Lord of the Rings movies. 
Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I want, and they were in IMAX too. Oh, I was like, I, I would actually want to go see that. Yeah, but not today. This is not your day. I also don't think that they're showing them here, which makes me sad. Another thing that makes me sad is that they don't have movies in the afternoon anymore, hmm. which is the best time to go watch a movie. That makes me sad. What? Saying goodbye. Are you just going to end the episode now? No, we still got 31 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> end it End it without the resolution of the story. <laughs> <laughs> see how it goes. Anyways, um, we see the main event. This is like, sure. Parking lot's like, it's not like as full as Top Golf's is. So, like, we're like, maybe it's not that bad. <sighs> Literally, as Dalton's getting out to go check on how long the wait is to bowl, a group of, like, 12 teenagers walks in front of us. <sighs> and the wait is, like, three and a half hours. And it's, like, 6.30 at this point. We can't do that. I'm yeah. not bowling at 10 o'clock in a different state. That's absurd. Yeah. I mean, if it was the same state, sure. but Yeah. If it was Kentucky, that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's an hour drive. But this is an hour and a half. Yeah. That's preposterous. So, then we start bargaining. <laughs> Where we're like, like, what do we even do? So, we like, I'm trying to think of something that we can do. I thought you meant bargaining with the people at main event. <laughs> we're like, let us go. Let us be first. Uh, what is all Abraham Lincoln say? How long the wait time <laughs> yeah, is? Sir, that's 10 pennies. <laughs> Oh, excuse me. How does FDR sound? And who's on the penny? Lincoln. Lincoln. <laughs> How does this free gift certificate to a closed business look? Here's a little uh, coupon for Heine Brothers. <laughs> What's Heine Brothers? I think they know. I don't know if they'd know, but some people in Cincinnati know. No, sure. Yeah, that might be a person that knows. Looks like there's a Quills in Indianapolis. There's a Quills in Indianapolis? Yeah. Why? Why is there a Bubba Coos in Louisville? True. I want to go there. Me too. Let's go. Let's talk to Hope after this. Let's do that thing like whenever you're like you were younger and you wanted your friend to come spend the night, so you and your friend both asked your mom. But we're gonna ask your wife instead. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go ask my wife if we go eat somewhere. <laughs> Please. Please. Please Can we get burritos? They're like fusion. It's Asian fusion. That's the third best kind of fusion. What is the first deal? Uh, nuclear. Because that's uh, cold fusion. Mm. Like clean energy. Yeah. And um, uh, Indian fusion. You know, uh, Tendori fusion. Webster's Dictionary defines wedding as the fusing of two <laughs> metals. Two metals. <laughs> Good line. It's a great joke. It's a great joke. Anyways, so now we're like trying to figure out something we can do. And uh, it's like the hours are dwindling. And um, we we already set on a place to eat. We want to eat at that pizza place. So mm-hmm. I'm like, what can we do? Everywhere's closing. That's like a shop. So yeah. there's nowhere to just like hang Duluth? out and stuff. Dalton like Duluth. Uh, too many days. These too many he's, L's. He's not into leather underwear. Yeah, they have like leather a underwear? soft leather underwear. Oh. I don't know why anybody would want that. That really? sounds like chafing. Well, not very much absorption, I would imagine. Right. It's like like a like a body cast. <laughs> huh. But anyways, we're running out of options. So we like park in downtown Cincinnati so we could walk around. Then I forgot the like nothing's there. Bunch of trash. Yeah. So then we just get coffee, leave, go to the pizza place. And that's it. Mm. But that pizza place, though. Yeah. That was a good place. They made Chicago deep dish. Yeah. That was good. The sauce on top? Yeah. I like Chicago deep dish. It's different, but it's good. Mm. I don't, I don't, like, I don't know. I know why people complain about it because they say it's not pizza, but like, I don't know why people complain. They're like, it's not good. And I'm like, it is good. It's just not the same type of pizza that you're used to. Yeah. I wish that, like, there were, like, like Domino's ran up. We're making Chicago deep dish for a little while. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing, like a promotion. Mm-hmm. I'd buy some. I like deep dish pizza. Mm-hmm. We have some in the fridge right now. Leftover? Yeah. Mm. We got two two different, uh, 
things because we realized that like as a group we would only eat one whole pizza because those things are heavy. So they had a chicken parmesan pizza. Nice. That like inside had breaded chicken, which is like that that's a thing in and of itself. Mm. But the other one was called Chicago's Finest, and it had like some type of Chicago bratwurst in it and onions and mushrooms. Mm. It was good too. I really like that place. They also had homemade ranch that you could buy in mason jars. And hope bought some. And it's freaking good ranch. Yeah. Yeah. I was surprised. I never had homemade ranch until like we moved up here. Because Grace makes ranch. But anyways. Dude. I don't even remember where I was going with that story, but I just wanted to say it. That's good. Yeah. Well, sorry, Dalton. Yes, Dalton, sorry your birthday sucked. Yeah, that was that's that's unfortunate. It's not it's technically not my fault, it's Meineke's fault. Let's blame Meineke. Meineke. And it's also your fault, Dalton. Well, you know, I had <clears throat> a bit of car trouble of my own over the week. What happened? Wednesday. I go to roll my window down. Oh yes. And I go to roll it up. Because I did roll it down. And I hear a big <laughs> which uh, in general, if you hear that noise, not a good thing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter the scenario. Name a scenario where kunk is a good thing. When you're dropping something in a big hole that you meant to. Yeah. Um. Can I tell a joke? Yeah. You may have heard this. I got this from comedians in cars with Jay Leno. Ugh. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a good joke. I'm gonna tell you. It's really it. funny. Yeah. Yeah. Two far- two hunters, not farmers. Two farmers were hunting in the woods. Almost. Two hunters walking through the woods. Is this a copyright thing? Can I, can I tell a joke? You can't copyright farmers? a joke. I'm not, I'm not copywriting it. Can I, can I tell a joke on the air? Yeah. Okay, cool. It's not illegal. Is the IRS going to come after me? Why would the IRS come after you for a joke? I didn't do my taxes. That's a whole different thing. Two hunters walking in the woods. Okay. <laughs> And they, they come across this big hole in the ground. It's a big hole. They can't see the bottom. Uh-huh. They want to know how, how deep it is. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. So they're looking around for something big and heavy to push in there. Right. And they come across this rusty old anvil. Yeah. So they push this rusty old anvil all the way over to this hole. And they push it in and they say, wait. You don't hear nothing. They wait a long time. They don't hear that anvil hit the bottom of the hole. Suddenly, off in the distance, they hear a... And all of a sudden, a goat runs past them at 100 miles per hour down into the hole for no reason. They look at each other like, that was, that was strange. And they're so standing there waiting at the hole. A couple minutes later, this farmer comes walking around. And he guys, he guys, he says, you guys seen a goat anywhere? And they go, As a matter of fact, he just ran by us about 100 miles per hour into this hole. The farmer goes, that's impossible. I tied him to an anvil. So stupid. Yep. But it's a good one. <laughs> That's impossible. Let's add him to an anvil. <laughs> That's terrible. So, uh, when Your car goes ka-chunk. Yeah, car goes ka-chunk. And uh, window won't roll up. So I tape my window to the top of the door. Mm-hmm. Looking like I'm straight out of Bullet County. Straight out of Bullet. Yes, and uh, I take the door apart on Thursday. I'm like, maybe it's just out of track, off track. Mm-hmm. It's not off track. I diagnose that the window regulator is broken. Ugh. So I go to O'Reilly. I pick one up for like 65 bucks or something. 65 Mm-hmm. No. That was the cheapest one they had. Them bad boys are running you 100 bucks. Those window regulators. That's right. Now, if you go to a drive-thru, you got to open your door. Let me tell you, somebody who works in a drive-thru, that's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah? Not that they have to open their door, but, like, that they don't know how to, like, operate at all. They park too close, or they park too far <laughs> away. Yeah, they, we try to open the door, it goes, junk <laughs> Against the counter. They, like, it's annoying. Yeah. Pop that baby in there in about an hour. Took you an hour? She's good as new. Yeah. You just had to take the panel off, right? No. Oh. 
Though I had to take the panel off and had to take the old regulator out, obviously. So that was like six bolts. It was nine bolts. And then put the new one in. Was anything like in front of it? So it's like inside the door. Yeah. So it's just that. You just kind of had to finagle it a little bit and make sure the window was taped up so that it didn't fall down and break. Then that's a different problem. Yes. That's a whole other problem. But I don't know. I'd probably save a couple hundred bucks doing that. Like, I'm sure take that mechanic and they probably would have been like, yeah, it's like 300 bucks. I mean, if it only took you an hour, that's not even that bad. Yeah. And it would have taken them longer because you have to, like, wait for your car to get back. Right. Gosh. That just seems frustrating. Yeah. Uh, But good, though. Never had to do that. I had uh, my truck whenever I was younger. Yeah, crank wheels for the windows. Mm-hmm. Crank wheels for the windows. I had crank wheels for the windows. Um, but my first car. Uh, my it was, I think it was my passenger window. When it, it wouldn't go down all the way, or not that it wouldn't go down all the way. You crank it so that it would go down, but it wouldn't go down. You had to push it. Mm. And then whenever you put it back up, it was perfectly fine. Oh, good, good. But like, it was really funny because you just go like, like you just roll it down and then you go, boop. (laughs) You go, (laughs) it was perfectly fine. Yeah. But it was just, (laughs) like, sitting there with the window, cranking it down. And everybody's looking at you like, let him go down. What is he doing? And then you go, (laughs) and they're like, oh, what a, what a cool dude. What a sly chum. What a fast and fresh individual. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I used to have crank windows. Why? Because it was 95. They had power windows in 95. For 200 bucks, they didn't. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a $200 car. My dad bought it. It was a 95 Geo Prism. Oh, that's why it was too much. <laughs> Manual transmission. Thing ran like a tank. In a, like the good kind of tank. It had, a, it, had, it had treads. It was the loudest car I've ever been in. How loud? It wasn't like one of those like intentionally loud cars. Right. Or even like that car needs maintenance. It was just like, it, you know, it wasn't sealed very well because it was old. So you yes. could just like hear everything. It's pretty loud. Like, you had to talk at a decent volume to talk. <coughs> In the car? Mm-hmm. What the heck? Old cars, man. I just knocked this cooler over. It's good. It was a good little car. I miss uh, I miss manuals. I wish I had a manual today. That's what's great about Europe. They're all living by the manual. They all drive stick? Most of them, yeah. There are automatics, but a lot of them drive stick. Is automatic just like... Look down upon over there? I don't honestly know. Yeah. I mean, manuals are easier and cheaper to maintain. Yes. So. It seems like there's more car people over there. Yeah, well, because there's better roads. Yeah. Your car doesn't wear out as fast. You see a lot of older cars over there. Hmm. And especially they don't have to drive as far or as much. And plus, I feel like, you know, Germans are probably like, they're like purists, you know? So the whole like, Manual. They're they're like no power it steering. It's with the stick, and we shall keep it with the stick. Yeah. Oh, your boyfriend drives automatic. No, he's not your boyfriend anymore. This is how Mercedes Benz intended it. This is how, how we keep it. This is how our Lord and Savior Mercedes and Benz both kept it, so we will keep it that way. Yeah, that is what German sounds like. Absolutely, this is what they all sound like. Well, it's probably better than our French guy that we do. Oh, <laughs> have you ever driven a French car? What is a French car? N- nothing. <laughs> no, but like, give me a brand. I think Renoir is a French car. Let me look it R- up. Renault. Renault. That's what I meant. It looks like Renoir. As the Germans say, Renault. Renault. I think. French car brands. I always want to say Fiat, but I know that's Italian. Yeah. Don't tell the Peugeot, Renault, Citroen, Citroen. Bugatti. No. Is Bugatti a French brand? There's no way. It sounds Italian. Nope, Bugatti is. Bugatti is is French. You're going to tell me McConnell is like a 
Canadian name. McConnell's actually a Japanese name. <laughs> no. We got um, the, they got the Maclehose Trail in Hong Kong. Bugatti is a French manufacturing company. And uh, they it, their area services worldwide except Australia. Well, then that's not worldwide. Yeah. But um, they made 76 vehicles last year, or two years ago. 76? 76. Who is this? Bugatti. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, like, they have the, sh- it's the Chiron and the Veyron, isn't it? Yeah, Veyron's what Simon Cowell drives. Oh, they don't make Veyrons anymore, I don't think. They don't? They make the Devo. Hmm. Can you even, like, drive these? Yeah. Like, legally? Simon Cowell drives it. In in the U.S. Mm, yeah, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Where does he live? I don't know where Simon Cowell is. I don't care. Does he live? D- is he alive? Is I, the I mean, person. I know he's alive. but I don't think you can drive a Veyron on hmm. the road in the U.S. Why not? I think it's too fast. Who cares? I've never seen a Bugatti in real life. I feel like I've seen a Veyron, though. you seen one? I think so. Is there somebody around here who drives a Veyron? Schnatter, maybe? No, no, that's too expensive for him. What do you mean too expensive? It's one point one million. Imagine the uh He owns used to Papa John. Yeah, but like now he doesn't. Maybe he could have bought it when he did. And he doesn't seem like a guy who would buy a Veyron. Really? He seems like a guy who would buy like a truck that's like fourteen inches off the ground. You think he'd, fourteen inches he'd buy like the the raptor that's like has a Ferrari engine in it. What's that called? I don't is that a Hennessy? I think so. Raptor Hennessy? Those are cool, man. Are you sure about that? Oh, yeah. Let me look it up. I Raptor think those are cool. They sound awesome. Raptor Hennessy sounds like a type of, like, rapper. I was thinking it sounds like a beer. Raptor Hennessy? <laughs> like, yeah. It's a Raptor by Hennessy. Dude, freaking... It, d- how much is a is a Raptor Hennessy? How much do you think it is? A couple hundred thousand, right? Or maybe not a couple, but right. But how much? I don't know. One fifty. The standard is a six by six, by the way. Wait, what? I think th- they said the standard is a six by six. I don't know. See, one hundred fifty thousand. Sure. Is that your final answer? I guess I have no clue. You're way off. Too low. Way too low. Really. It's three hundred and fifty thousand. That expensive? Yeah, it's three hundred fifty thousand dollars. I mean, a new like two fifty is like seventy thousand. It includes okay, starts at three hundred forty nine thousand dollars and exclu- includes the base, uh, four door truck, six by six locking rear axles, upgraded Fox suspension, upgraded twenty inch wheels and off road tires, special front and rear bumpers, special. roll bar. And LED floodlights. Yeah. It also includes the Velociraptor 600 twin turbo upgrade. Oh, yeah, because it's a Velociraptor. Yeah. It's not just oh, a is Raptor. that different? Yeah, because the regular Ford Raptor is just a Raptor. But I think that's a Velociraptor. Oh, that's it's how much a Velociraptor is. But is that, that's like Hennessy, though, right? Yes. Okay, yeah. So Hennessy makes the Velociraptor. Yeah, okay, wait, wait. Here's the 2020 Ford Raptor. Okay, let me see. How do they get, how do they are allowed to sell this? How they are allowed to sell this? How are they allowed to sell this? Is what I meant to say. <laughs> how they are allowed I, to sell this? I don't know how they are allowed to sell this. That actually um, makes sense. I don't want to talk to a sales associate. What do you mean? How are they allowed to sell this? Like, are is Hennessy a company owned by Ford? I don't know. Maybe isn't Hennessy like just a couple of teenagers in a garage or something? <laughs> Just some dude. <laughs> That's what I imagine. It's like Steve Wozniak and Jobs, but with making cars or something. Okay, here is the standard. It's the the new one's called the Velociraptor. It's the Velociraptor V8. Like the juice. Yes, like the juice. Let me see how much. One time it I is. threw up after drinking V8. Hope drinks V8 a lot. She throw up. No, I mean no. She hasn't thrown up since 2013. Since she started drinking it. <laughs> Yeah, it is exclusively prevented her from throwing up. <laughs> That's what V8 does for you people. We're not sponsored by them, but we're just going to tell you something about it. Okay, yeah, you're closer if this is the regular V8 Velociraptor. 
It's 147,950. The regular Velociraptor? Yeah. Okay. That's still crazy, though. That is. You know, now I'm wondering if I've ever seen somebody drive one of these. Yeah, I've seen them. Well, maybe not a Velociraptor. I've seen plenty of Ford Raptors. Why do people get these? They sound cool. Is that it? Mm Mm-hmm. That's it? Honestly, probably most of it. Do they get them for, like, truck uses? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, the landscaping company I worked at at high school, one of the owners drove a Raptor. But he would, like, actually, like, use it for what a truck is supposed to be used for? Not, like, work, because he's an owner, so he's not really out on the grounds anyway. You know, like, he's not... Yeah, but I mean, like, at home or something. I mean, he probably has people do work at home. He's a business owner. Then why even get it? Because it sounds cool. Yeah, but it's, like... Trucks are, like, big and luxurious. Yeah, but... They come with special features, like massage chairs and stuff. What? Yeah, you can get massage chairs in a truck. Why? Because rednecks exist. That's why. I don't understand truck culture. It is weird. It doesn't make it doesn't, any sense. It doesn't, yeah, it's not I, linear. I never understood, um, like, girls wanting trucks for the aesthetic. I don't get it. That's different. But, like, there's that, like that's, that's still a part of truck culture. Sure, okay, sure. Because they grew up with their dad having a truck. Yeah. And they just like it for the aesthetic. But, like, a truck gets terrible gas mileage. Yep. Um, it's like... Plus it's like a Ranger, but... It's actually, like, really slow. Um, it's... They can't have good acceleration, though, so... If you don't know what you're doing, they're hard to take care of. And, like, they're expensive. And they're American, so they fall apart. That, too. They, d- they suck. <laughs> na- na- like, what's, what's the most, like, durable truck? A Toyota. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's, nobody buys Toyotas. I buy a Toyota. I want a Tacoma at some point. They buy Chevys and Fords. And Dodge. We don't talk about Dodge. They buy some Dodge around here. I had a 1997 Dodge Dakota. That was a vehicle. I'm sorry. That was a vehicle. I I got to and from, and I was fine. That's all you needed. Yeah. Like, I had nothing to complain about. Yeah. I could get to and from a place. It cost me half of my tank to go visit my girlfriend at the time because she lived 45 minutes away. Well, here's the thing with truck culture is, you you know, like, yeah, people want trucks because they're like dad had trucks or their grandpa or whatever. Yeah. But you know what kind of truck he was driving? It was like three on the tree and a bench, like yeah, two and a half seats, basically. Probably yeah. didn't even have seat belts in it. Had a cassette player that only played... Bill Gaither's greatest hits. You know what I mean? Like, it was just stuck yeah, in there. Yeah, because that's stuck in there yeah. since 1978. And then, and then, like, yeah, I want a truck because my daddy had a truck and my granddaddy. And it's like, yeah, and it has 17 seats and 16 of it's them. It's a have minivan. Heated, with- <laughs> heated massage. And, uh, yeah, I could, I have a bed. No, not a truck bed. An actual king size bed that I can sleep in. It's in the back instead of like a whole bed. It drives itself. Yeah, it drives itself. It's like they've just ruined that. They, that's like it's not even uh, nostalgic at that point. No, I don't like, get it. You're missing it, man. You missed the point. Both of my friends, like from high school, who had trucks, who probably still have trucks. I don't talk to one of them that much anymore. Because he has a truck. Not because he has a truck. Okay. He got like an early '90s Ford, and that thing's a great truck. Like it runs real well, mm-hmm. and it's still running. Good. Painted it all white, had a bench seat, only fit two people really, three yeah. if they were smaller. Mm-hmm. But like, the only problem was like, it was stick shift. So like, yeah. you sat in the middle. It gets weird. It's real awkward. Yeah. Um, but it could fit three. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, it it worked. It worked. And it's a, it was a good truck. Mm-hmm. And the mother friend, he also had like, I think it was an 80s Ford. And it was a good truck, too. Yeah. And it works perfectly fine. And the good thing about those cars is that, like, you still find their parts all the time. Mm. It's like, they're everywhere. But, like, he would drive that all the time, and it's a great truck. But, like, they had that because they liked the way that it looked, and they used it like a truck. Yeah, you went to bed, yeah. Yeah. They actually used it like a truck. And now there's all these people that I know of who have trucks to have trucks. Or it's convenient for them to hunt. What do you feel... How do you feel about people who go out of their way to call their SUV a truck? Does that feel like it's trying too hard? Yeah, those people uh, have to overcompensate for nothing that they have. Because I've heard people have called my car a truck, Mm -hmm. which in a technical sense 
I guess it is a truck. It's not a pickup truck. No. But it is, I think, technically a truck by some standard. I don't know. I think your car is a truck by, like, its axle. But I don't know. Like, I would never call that a truck. Right. Your car is not a truck. But you know what I mean? I actually don't know what your car actually is. It's a box that has wheels. It's from that that weird uh, period of time where every manufacturer had a box. Yeah. There's the Cube, the Soul, the Element. Can't think of any of the other ones. Well, FJ Cruiser is kind of like that. The um, Scion. Mm hmm. The Ford. Um, you know which one I'm there's talking about? There's a Ford about? box? Yeah, there's a Ford box. One of my friend's moms had one. I don't remember the Ford box. It looks really weird. Hold on. Wait, wait. I don't know. But I feel like there's people out there who just drive SUVs and they call it a truck. And it's like, I mean, it is a truck, but it's not really a They're truck. driving a minivan is driving a bus. Yeah. It's the same logic. I guess. If it holds multiple people. And it uh, has, like, a central steering wheel that it's a bus. Because your logic is, this is this is built like a truck, so it's a truck. Right. Okay, cool. It's not a truck. It's a freaking SUV. It's somebody put, like, somebody added a whole row of seats to your truck. Yeah. That was already a terrible truck in the first right. place. Right, they put the camper top on it and put seats back there. Technically, an SUV is a crossover. It's a compact crossover. I thought crossover came after SUV. No, so a compact crossover is a Toyota RAV4. CRV. CRV. Forester, X-Trail, the Mazda Tribute. Nissan Rogue. Mm -mm. Yeah. That's a crossover crossover, not a compact crossover. That's like smaller than a CRV, though. And the Ford Escape. That's a mid-size crossover, I think. No, mid-size is like freaking Pontiac Aztec. I love those cars. Right. Welcome to Car Talk. <laughs> <laughs> All we do is complain about truck culture. I didn't realize till this past week that there's a new uh, or a new uh, Grand Tour special came out in December. Oh yeah, there is. I need to watch it. I don't know I'll why. Probably watch it that. tonight. The okay, no, wait, I'm gonna watch it tonight. There's okay? only one mini mini okay? uh, SUV. And that's like from a major American, like a major company in America. Okay. Do you know what company it is? No. Can you guess? Sure. I'll give you two guesses. Chrysler. First of all. GMC? Those are the same company. Pontiac? No. Uh, Cadillac? No, no, no. Like, it's a major company in America. Oh. Not a major American company. Tesla. Yes. It's definitely Tesla. Honda. Chevron? Honda. 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 Okay. I have a Honda. It's the HRV. Yeah. You seen those things? Yeah, they're kind of weird. They're very weird. They look like somebody made a mistake on the CRV. Yeah, it, lo- <laughs> it looks like they, they ordered an SUV and they went, and it came like too small and they yeah. were crap. It shrunk in the wash. What do we do? <laughs> they're like, oh, just say it's like a CRV but smaller. H. Oh, uh, the Subaru Crosstech is also technically that, but. I don't know many people who own Subarus. You like El Caminos? Are those the... Uh, the trucks that don't look like trucks. They're sports trucks? Yeah. <laughs> kind of. I think they're so stupid. They, they, they're they useless as trucks. Yeah. And they're, they're terrible cars. Right. So why'd they make them? This is the 70s, man. I remember... Did you ever see the G.I. Joe movies? Like no. the one with Channing Tatum? Mm-mm. You didn't see those? No. So in the second one, Bruce Willis shows up as G.I. Joe. And in the trailer, it like shows the one scene he's in where he's in the back of an El Camino firing like an AK-47. Yeah. And every time that trailer would come on, my dad would go, you know they made those cars back in the 70s. And I was like, yeah, mm. dad. I know. It's right there. Yeah. It's an El Camino. Trying to figure out what the freak your car actually is. Like, what what's the closest thing to it? It's an SUV. It's a compact mini SUV. United States. Oh, your car is a Ford Bronco. It is no Bronco. Also, I've heard that that Ford Broncos are very popular now. Yeah, because they're making the new one. They're making a new one. You haven't seen the new one? No. Yeah. Does it look like the old one? But newer. It doesn't look as cool. I don't think. I like the old Ford Bronco. It looks like it looks like a Jeep. 
Mm-hmm. But like a fun Or an FJ Cruiser. Yes. Like where they meet. It's like nice. Well, this has been uh, talk about Top Gear and trucks. This is NPR's Car Talk. Uh, we <laughs> revived it after I think both of the hosts died. No, that was the thing. You don't know what Car Talk is? Mm, maybe not. So whenever everybody in the car was asleep on the way to the beach, my dad would turn on NPR and listen to Car Talk. And it's just two dudes talking about cars. Mm. Like, literally, that's it. Or guys call in, and they, like, have car questions, and then they talk about car questions. Now, is car talk like cartography? It's not car talk. It's car talk. Cartography. Here, let me look it up. The study of maps. Car talk. Yeah, long-running NPR talk show. Hosted by brothers Tom and Ray Magliazzi. It won a Peabody Award. Yeah. Like from the hotel in Memphis? Yeah, from that from that hotel. Have you ever been there? No. There's ducks. Oh, there's ducks. I haven't, I, I haven't seen the ducks. I've been to the hotel, but I haven't seen the ducks. Huh. I want to see them. Wait, you get to leave the ducks if you're special. Oh my gosh, this guy has like a PhD. These dudes are like really smart. In cartography? Mm-hmm. Definitely. He just loves They maps. were in cars. The movie? Yeah. Who are they? They were uh, the, the Rusties? Rusties guys. They were? That's who they are. <laughs> yeah. They're the Rusties guys. <laughs> I always remember that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because their names are Rusty and Dusty Rusties. <laughs> it's, it was 50 minutes, and it ran from 77 to 2012, which is that's so long mm-hmm. for dudes to just sit there and talk about cars. And their opening theme was Doggy Mountain Breakdown. Doggy. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, all they did was talk about cars. Premise. It's presented in the form of a call-in radio show. Listeners called in with questions related to motor vehicle maintenance and repair. Most of the advice sought was diagnostics with callers describing symptoms and demonstrating sounds of an ailing vehicle, while the Magliazzi's made an attempt to identify the malfunction over the telephone and give give advice on how to fix it. It's literally all it was. Wow. It was just two dudes getting calls about like cars. And they're like, yeah, man, that's a carburetor problem. That's it. That was it. That was the show. And it went for like 50 years. That's wild to me. And this has been the show. 